to the Hallmarkies podcast. Today is a very special Christmas episode of Once Upon an Upside. I am Amy and I'm here with my co-host Jess. Hello everybody and Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. So today we're covering the first three up Christmas releases. So those were, so in case, just to make sure you could, you've watched them, um, A Very Country Christmas Homecoming. Yes, that is a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> A Ring for Christmas, and Mistletoe Magic. So those are the first three up movies that we will be covering. Let's just jump right into it. All right, let's start off with A Very Country Christmas Homecoming. Now this is the third movie in this series, and this stars Grayson Holt and B... B. B. Santos. I was right. Grayson Holt and B. Santos. And um, this has been on up an up series for like three or four years now. And this is the third movie in the series. So Jeanette and Zane, they are married. They're ending their honeymoon and they come back for Christmas, um, their first Christmas as a married couple with uh, Jeanette's daughter, Quinn. Um, there's other family in the mix. And then Quinn's grandfather, her um, deceased father's dad um comes back into the picture and so john is now spending christmas with them having some problems a little bit with you know zane wanting to adopt quinn um there's also this aspect of oh fun fact zane is a country singer and he's famous (laughs) um and if you haven't watched the previous movies you might be confused about that um but he's a famous country singer so there's problems with the paparazzi um, there's also a good friend of him that's another country singer named Jolene, who's doing a song with a lady named Cake. <laughs> and um, there's there's just all these hijinks. Um, okay, Jess, what did you think of this movie? I know you haven't seen the others, so. <laughs> yes, I, I will preface that with, I have not seen the first two. I wanted to watch them. I just ran out of time. Um, but there are some flashbacks in in this movie so I got little bits and snippets and I think I would have liked the first two movies um however I did not particularly love this one um and I'm I'm not necessarily certain if I had watched the other two I would have liked it anymore it just it was a little slow for me and I felt like it had good intentions but it just kind of missed the mark and the cake lady just drove me off the wall (laughs) same yep although I was really amused that her followers were called cake pops (laughs) she was just too much it was like uh tone the diva down a little bit with her (laughs) yeah oh definitely definitely um I've only seen the second movie of these three and clearly I didn't remember it all that much because I did not know who half the people were in this movie but um I thought it was cute it was a good story I think as a third in a series it was pretty good for that but I just didn't know much of what was going on who the people were it didn't like reintroduce people necessarily um mm-hmm. I'm assuming John was a new character that wasn't in the past <laughs> yeah that that was my or I would agree with that too and I just I felt like they didn't feel like a newlywed couple to me I what did you think about that like Yeah, it seemed more like they'd been married for a lot longer, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure their wedding movie was themed to be, like, Mm summer-themed, and then this 
was the honeymoon and it was winter so like I'm guessing they've been married for like six months or more already yeah I think (laughs) (laughs) but I don't really know (laughs) yeah um okay but let's talk about some of the things like fun things um in this movie so I don't know there was fake TMZ I wrote about that (laughs) I wrote that down in my notes. It was like, oh, that's that's a very good fake TMZ. Yeah. Um, but what did you with think? the paparazzi? <laughs> yeah, what did you think of that whole paparazzi scene? Like, especially the way everyone acted in that situation. How did you think about that? I think they should have played with that more. That when he like batted the camera out of the photographer's hand, I was like, yes, there's some life in this movie. Like this is some action that, I, that I'm wanting because up until that point it had been really slow and I'm like oh yeah he's like getting like passionate for Quinn and you know trying to protect her um and and then they had like the people sitting outside their house but I felt like they had that moment and it just kind of like fizzled like they didn't really stick with it as yeah. much as I thought I thought it was going to be like a big thing and it really wasn't you know that's the then that was kind of a running theme I think for me in this movie they had a lot of these little like issues that came up but they were resolved in like three seconds and so it never felt like true conflict was happening to yeah. me it was like very it was kind of space and it yeah it resolved very quickly also if we genuinely think about what happened in that situation what he probably should have done was just turn Quinn around and walked away the minute he saw the guy taking pictures that would have been the smart thing to do just leave <laughs> like, yeah just not engage at all so that was mm-hmm. like the thing I was like why are you like you have your your, your young daughter here this guy's being a jerk just turn mm-hmm. around walk away <laughs> but you know it wouldn't have been dramatic if they had done that that would have just been a <laughs> I liked the drama of it. I just wish they yeah. had taken it further because I felt like it just kind of like ended with that moment. I mean, there was a little bit of the press thing or the the fake TMZ or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, then it just kind of like was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and then cake, cake saves the day. Cake saves the day and gives someone a car. Yes, this is I, how how we resolve problems. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever tried to do a giveaway, but we've done giveaways in the past on Hallmarkies and stuff. And let me tell you, you can't just say I'm going to give away a car. Like it doesn't work that way. (laughs) There's so many rules and regulations and everything about giveaways. Also, we've never given away a car. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 no. I I don't know where we get a car. Um, (laughs) But like, even with like very small things, like there has to be so many rules and you have to make sure everything's written out and like all of this stuff. So um, yeah, you just, she's, you know, she's got the money. She's going to give away a car to anybody. Well, she bought seven at once. So she's got some to spare. Yeah. She's got plenty of cars. Um, and she so, had no, nothing to do with this. <laughs> I know. Like what? I just okay. thought they were pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't she say she didn't even drive? I think so but then um part of that was she was recording a song and Jolene which I think Jolene isn't related to any of these people she's just like a friend I think she's just like in the music studio like she knows Zane professionally was the what I that was my interpretation yeah so Jolene is um you know not very happy about having to record this song with her that was another storyline that like kind of happened and then didn't anymore and then there was some at the end it was kind of it was sporadic. Yeah, it was kind of sporadic. Um, but what did what did you think of that character, Jolene? 
I liked her. I think they could have used her a little bit more. Like I liked the scene a lot when she and uh, I think she and Quinn were like wrapping gifts for like a church group or something. I was like, well, that's kind of nice. Like, um, you know, not only having that like a little bit of a spiritual component reference in there, um, but like kind of bringing that, you know, as part of like the Christmas, a lot of people like do think like they get, make gifts for you, like uh, adoptive families. I don't know if you guys have done those, but like, yeah. We have quite a few of those around here and things like that. Um, and then she had the concert at the end. I thought she did really well with Oh Holy Night. It's a hard song. So yeah, it is. She did a very good singing, I believe. Um, then like halfway through the movie, there was a character named Mark who appeared. I don't know who Mark was still. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know who he is <laughs> with you telling me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who this guy was. We I don't recall a character named Mark. <laughs> watch their other movies. Um, the one thing that did I did start crying during this movie and it was the song that Quinn wrote to her father who had passed Oliver um, and Zane helped her write that song. And that was just, it was so sweet. And the song was just like, I don't know. It made me very emotional. It was so beautiful, you know, talking about how she has her father's eyes and things like that. Mm -hmm. it, was just, it was a very, very sweet moment. And that's, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zane was so great about, like, trying to, like, honor her father's memory and not, like, and even with John coming, like, he, he really stepped back. He didn't, like, uh, no, it's our Christmas time. You've been gone for how many years and, and whatnot. And Zane was really great about just being, like, no, it's just, it's like, thinking of Quinn, I think, a lot. Yeah, so that conflict was very few and far between, between the, the John and Zane John. thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> between the John and Zane, that conflict was very few and far between. There wasn't like a ton of it. I was worried that John was going to become like this ultimate bad guy who was helping out the paparazzi, which would have made it more dramatic. But I'm glad that that didn't end up happening. Um, but yeah, I think that the best part of this movie, the movie that I, the part of the movie that I enjoyed though the most was the different ways that they talked about her father with her and um honored her father in different ways and things like that and kind of that incorporation of even though Zane is going to become her guardian become a is a father figure in her life that Oliver was still her dad and she is going to have the opportunity to get to know him through his dad and through her mom and things like that so I think that was a very sweet element and I liked that part of the story a lot mm -hmm. yeah um also, the kid got a pony for Christmas. I'm so jealous. Like, <laughs> I want a pony. And I was like, they were both going to get her, like, one, the one was going to get her a horse, and one was going to get her a pony. And it's like, wow, these are very generous folks. Yes, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess he's a country singer, but. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. He's famous. But, like, I was like, well, all of us, you know, little girls out there who wanted ponies for Christmas when we were little. Well, <sighs> well Quinn, you know, Quinn is living our dream. Um, yes. <laughs> Dream. which I thought was really really cute um and then one of the other scenes the thing that I was I thought was very cute at the end was the last present um that she gave him I thought that was really cute when he opened it and it was the positive pregnancy test I just I thought that was really cute yeah <laughs> I liked that element because that scene was kind of getting slow to me because we had just had John read like the first four and a half pages or something of the night before Christmas <laughs> which kind of went on for a little bit and I was like 
yeah could have just done twas the night before christmas and then moved on to the next scene like that's all he had to say yeah you have to keep reading it and then the the present scene was a little bit like kind of dragging a little bit and then that part though i was like oh okay so this is what they were trying to get to and it sets it up for maybe possible movie number four i, I know. know now the they story can, could continue yeah now they can do like a, a fall movie because baby probably would be coming in fall right yeah I think <laughs> so yeah um they can make a fourth definitely because this these movies I mean it, this is definitely a good movie and I definitely think mm-hmm. I would have been invested or watched the other ones um memorably what would you rank this oh I, I ranked it four and a half I gave it pretty low I really I had good intentions in you know some moments with heart but it just it just didn't hit it for me okay um, I actually gave it a seven. <laughs> so, well, we already I, talked about it on this podcast, so you and I do not always agree. <laughs> yeah, I just, I thought it was cute. It was good. It wasn't like I was sitting there, like, it didn't take me to a dark place, as Rachel says. Um, no, so it cool. didn't. It didn't take me to a dark I mean, I will admit to, to listeners, I'm a little stingy with points. I tend, like, you got to really wow me if you want to get up there. So mm-hmm. don't be like, I'm hating on all these movies. That's just my, like... <laughs> I'm just stingy with my with my balloons I guess they are my balloons yeah. I'm holding my balloons and <laughs> um so but we do have to say I do have to say that we are we have an interview with Grayston Holt not us Cammy interviewed Grayston Holt um and that will be coming out later this month after this episode so we look forward to that um but the next movie that we are covering from up it aired on November 8th and that is A Ring for Christmas and this movie was actually starred in and written by the lead actress, um, Liliana Tandon, Tandon, Liliana Tandon. And um, so it also state, uh, it also stars Dean Greer, Charles Henninger. And um, so we did, Rachel interviewed the writer and the main lead actress, and that is already up, it was up a few weeks ago, so you want to listen to that. You can go listen to that talk listen to her talk about the writing experience with us and acting in the movie um but this movie is about angie who is getting cut off she's <laughs> spending some frivolous money and her mom says you know what you're getting cut off and she finds out she has an older sister and she finds out that when her older sister got married she got a marriage inheritance and so angie decides that she's going to get married by christmas so that she can get a marriage inheritance as well. <laughs> um, so this leads Angie to go back to her hometown. She reconnects with her childhood best friend, Gabe, and the cutest guy at school, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, hijinks kind of go on from there. So what did you think of this movie, Jess? So it was better than I thought it was going to be. It wasn't what I expected. I, I thought it was going to be a bit of a different plot line um, that ended up being however um it wasn't bad like I think it got progressively better it started a little a little slow and I wasn't sure about it and then I thought it got progressively better um and I really enjoyed I mean we'll get into it like there was that whole storyline like the, the school program that I really really liked um as well this movie are you talking about the after school program that Tyler wanted to do or the math program she was part of wait there was two <laughs> yeah so <laughs> So 
well, they they just talked about Tyler, how Tyler wanted to open a gym and do after school activities with the kids. Oh school. no, no, the one she like she was already doing. Sorry. Oh, okay. So yeah, she was helping like... her childhood teacher in the classroom, yeah. math and stuff, which was um really fun. And honestly, I it felt like in the movie that they were setting it up for her wanting to become a teacher. Did it feel that way to you? I never thought that, but I could see how you would like. Yeah, it kind of, so then when at the end of the movie, there was a different job that she ended up interviewing for and going for and everything, but I felt like the interaction that she had with the kids and helping out and doing the word problems and things like that, I thought they were kind of setting it up to have her become a teacher or a math teacher or something like that, or I thought it was going to be at the end of the movie, like, oh, her teacher was retiring and she was going to take her job or something like that. That's what it kind of felt like to me, so I didn't Mm. get that pay off the the end that I was expecting yeah um but other than that I thought this movie was very funny (laughs) (laughs) I I laughed quite a bit during this movie I thought it was very very funny um so yeah let's just talk about some of the different parts of it so the first time she meets the kids that are her teachers um after school students she talks about being um a consultant um but before that these kids gave all these very cute suggestions like are you a um like a cat lady or (laughs) all these other things that some were occupations some I mean I guess you could turn them into occupations but um I just I thought that was adorable so you enjoyed that whole after school activities with her what did you think of that and and what did you think of her word problems too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those were interesting uh well what was funny was like we were given the impression that she was good at math right but I would like what, I felt like that was a disconnect with her character like you when she's first presented I'm like this would not be someone I'd be like she's great at <laughs> secretly <laughs> I was like, okay but we'll go with it and yeah I just I thought it was really cute that she got like really involved with that and um, I just thought it was a nice part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. I, I liked all the kids. Like there was, and especially when they, um, I think it was like toward the end, they helped her interview, like prepare for her job interview. Yeah, that was really cute. It was very cute. But when they were doing the word problems, I was like, those aren't word problems though. You're just saying things and then writing numbers on the board. Yeah, she, she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's not a word problem. You have to like read a word problem. You would have had to write all the words on the board, but it's fine. It's a movie. That made more sense. Just to write the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then this whole thing that she has to get married. So she like creates this deal with Tyler and Tyler's going to marry her. And it was almost like nobody questioned the fact that they had just reconnected like three days prior and hadn't seen each other since high school. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of an unbelievable element here because Tyler is just like, like he finds out pretty quickly I think th- about the arrangement and he's just like okay I'm in like let's do this <laughs> like what yeah but the proposal was I think it was pretty cute even though it was you know fake but you know that's the thing yeah that I wrote down I'm like Tyler is not really presented as a bad guy like he's actually a decent guy even though he's going on this crazy plot like <laughs> marry somebody. Yeah. Uh, that he's not really in love with but um he's really not a bad guy and he's they did have some chemistry I thought too and so it and that's where I was saying this movie wasn't what I expect because I assumed she would make the arrangement with well 
they wouldn't know she would fall in love with or someone would fall in love with her and then later she would tell them and it would all fall apart you know mm-hmm. and whatever but yeah this was definitely not what I was expecting and he wasn't he was he was a contender you know he had they had some chemistry yeah definitely yeah I agree they did and he like you said he was a good guy like the proposal was nice he went and did her family's dinner with her with the gingerbread house thing um you know mm-hmm. he was like actively spending time with her too which I thought was really sweet and you know he was never painted necessarily as the bad guy um so then there's Gabe which was her childhood best friend and she just like she saw his Facebook profile was like oh no not him <laughs> which I thought was funny um but he helps run help his dad run the local diner apparently he makes very good cookies because they talked about that multiple times in the movie <laughs> of his cookie making so what did you think of um Gabe and <laughs> what did you think of? I don't know I guess I don't really have any strong feelings one way or another for him like obviously we know um that he's supposed to be like with her but they had, they had a cute cooking montage. I know that. They had a cute cooking montage. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I watched this one like first and I do not remember <laughs> a lot of details. Okay. I kind of feel like almost like Angie's character spent more time with Tyler. So mm-hmm. there wasn't as much chemistry with Gabe. So I would have liked it more if, I mean, not necessarily painting Tyler as the bad guy, but if it was like, you know, Gabe was like doing best man duties or something like that and that made them spend more time together so there was more chemistry I just think there wasn't a lot of scenes of them together um and so I saw more chemistry between her and Tyler now however the necklace thing yes I was I was just gonna bring that up yeah yes what did you think about that because that was like really really sweet so we if you watched, you know, there was like an ornament from her dad. It was like kind of like blue, like it was like a snowflake, wasn't it, or something? Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyler was the one who broke it. And then he, um, and then Gabe made her like the the necklace or whatever that was like, it wasn't quite the same, but like you get that he was trying to recreate that. Yeah, um, he used one of the pieces of the thing. That's what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, it was such a sweet thing. And her friend, Paulette, really irritated me. <laughs> oh, yes. At first, I thought she was like, like little, and when I say at first, within like the first like, five or 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, she's kind of funny. She's going to be some comic relief. And then I just like hated her. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh. You're a terrible friend. Exactly. Especially when she walked in and was like, oh, this is from Tyler about the necklace. And I'm like, what? I know. Oh. I literally wrote in my notes, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> just say that. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, I do not like this Paulette girl. She is not a good BFF. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it was cute. It was a funny movie. I think it was a fun premise. It went in a direction I wasn't expecting. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about, Jess, or add? Um, uh, I just have to <laughs> quote this part because it was hilarious in the beginning when she was like literally just like cold calling people and like, hey, how would you like a lot of free money? All you have to do is marry me. <laughs> and she was just calling people and asking them that. I'm like, what? what is this alternate reality? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I Seeing that scene, I just imagine my best friend and me going through my Facebook profile and just like <laughs> going to every guy I went to high school with and just calling them being like, hey, you want to get married? <laughs> it's like, you'll get a lot of free money. <laughs> it's just like, 
being punked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, are you on a reality TV show? Or oh my like, yeah, that was that was really funny part. I love uh, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and then um, when she and Gabe were, I think she and Gabe were cooking, and she was like, "No way am I putting my hand up a chicken's butt." <laughs> to stop the chicken or whatever <laughs> oh my goodness uh, all right so what would you rate know. this movie so yeah i gave it a six out of ten i thought it was funny um and it you know there was like some good moments it just um some of the things just didn't quite track for me like the the whole fact that they actually got to the altar and then <laughs> and then um you know tyler says the necklace isn't from him and she's like oh my gosh i made a mistake and he's like yeah i could tell like we you liked gay more i'm like then why are you kidding like there's just some plot holes for me um that that didn't quite work and stuff but i gave it a six out of ten yeah so i also gave it a six out of ten but the thing now that i'm just thinking about is tyler was gonna go through with this knowing that his best friend was in love with her yeah like okay. what <laughs> question question two okay this might be the second plot hole that i was like really confused the mom had to have known about the marriage trust right yeah how why did she not realize like she would have known what didn't she know what angie was doing <laughs> i don't know like, like you'd think she would have questioned off. it like, yes that's okay yeah like like mom where are you like i don't know especially when the sister said that the mom had to sign off on the marriage trust yeah that's so, the thing i was like okay there were some but, plot holes here yeah. um but but it's okay it was it wasn't a terrible movie you know i i thought this would be either gonna tank or like it could be really funny and i think it definitely got more to the funny mm -hmm. um the aspect so it it was better than it, that it could have been really bad and it wasn't so that's good yeah and i i did you know the main actress wrote that movie and that's something that last year christmas movie christmas was written by the main two the actor and actress was written by that so i enjoy that that's something that up does that allows mm -hmm. you know yeah. people to write and star and stuff like that so that's fun and it was a fun movie so six out of ten from the both of us let me know if you agree um, we agreed on one okay i know it's the first this is the first i don't think it's the first time but <laughs> we have so we've had some pretty radical dis disagreements <laughs> i know all right okay but, and, and let's yeah. let's be real though my my rating on country christmas may have been lower because i was still on my high from the last movie we're about to talk about oh yes. i watched the country one last yes the, so, like the day after so that may have played into why it didn't hit it for me because i was just too in love with this other movie okay so <laughs> our final movie aired november 15th and it's called mistletoe magic and, and we had a lot of fun with this boarding in the previous show <laughs> yes okay one it should be a candle brand or like a perfume or something mistletoe magic someone named something after this but which i do think hold on i'm gonna look it up on up's website i do think that their branding has something to do with mistletoe for this christmas oh maybe well while you're looking that up um i thought it was very ironic that in this entire movie they kept referring to magic mistletoe but they never actually used the words mistletoe magic like I always know. flipped it and I was like I kept hearing it and I'm like that's not the title that's not the title <laughs> oh no it's not their their Christmas theme this year is merry movie Christmas mm -hmm. 
Merry movie Christmas. Merry mistletoe Christmas or something. Come on. Or, you know, just mistletoe magic. Yeah, just mistletoe magic. It would have worked. That would be cool. Anyways, let's let's, let's talk about this movie. Okay, so this movie stars um, Grayson. Nope, that's the wrong person. (laughs) Stephen Huzar. (laughs) Okay, this movie stars Stephen Huzar and Jessica Sippos. And oh my goodness, it was amazing. So basically, this movie is about harper and her family's magic mistletoe so she packed up her family's magic mistletoe and had it put in her neighbor's storage unit and then her neighbor donated it to luke's store which was a thrift store but it kind of looked like it was only a christmas thrift store (laughs) and um just went ahead and stocked that time of year (laughs) yeah yeah so then she has to help try to find this mistletoe because her sister Holly is going to get engaged to her boyfriend Mark and wants to kiss under this magic mistletoe. I guess the whole lore, the mistletoe magic lore, is that their grandparents kissed underneath this mistletoe, their parents did, their their aunt did with her husband, and then like their cousin did with his wife and all this other stuff. So it was all this magic that had happened. People who ended up together, they kissed under this mistletoe. And so her sister Holly was like, I think my boyfriend Mark is going to propose. I really want to kiss under the mistletoe, keep the magic. Harper was unsure of the magic, but ended up going on this quest, this journey with Luke to find a said mistletoe. And it was amazing. So Jess, what did you think of this? Okay. I'm going to start with this. So anyone who listens to me on Silver Mia podcast or the Hallmarkies podcast knows I'm not a romantic, right? Okay, so at the end, I'm jumping like way down now. She tells, she basically says she's in love with him after like two and a half days. And normally I'd be like, no, no. But let me tell you, I was in love with him after an hour and a half. So it's possible. <laughs> I love this movie. I thought it was so freaking cute. They had amazing chemistry. And, you know, because I've seen Steven in um, uh, Ruby Herring. He's in Ruby Herring, right? I think so yeah yeah and a few other movies but I feel like he's like playing usually more a more serious role or like not uh, he's still like we got this very comical side of him and I just loved it and he and Jessica were great together and I loved the quirky friend Elle like I love this movie it had my heart definitely I completely agree I loved Steven Huzar in this movie and also Jessica Sippos, they, they both just did an amazing job. Their chemistry was amazing. At first, when I saw the poster, I was like, oh, I don't know if they're gonna have chemistry. But the two of them, it was just, they had such great chemistry. They were so funny together. They played off each other very well, I think. And mm-hmm. um, like you said, Stephen Huzar in more of like a funny comedic, like not so serious, cause he's so serious in Ruby Herring. Yeah, cause um, he's a detective. Yeah, like he has so, to <laughs> yeah, but like he's just so like it was such a funny and funny movie. Um, now last week on our off network recap, I don't know, did you watch a crafty Christmas on mm-hmm. Lifetime? Okay, crafty Christmas was about searching for something, they were looking for somebody and a coin, and <laughs> that movie was it dragged, it was so bad. And this movie restored my faith in the possibility of looking for something during Christmas, okay? <laughs> because they just, in this movie and up, they just did it right. Like, cause it was mm-hmm. funny. They were t- did it together. 
it tied into the mistletoe um mm -hmm. and it was like all the different aspects were awesome so let's like talk about the first place they went so the first place was to his aunt kathy she bought the box of mistletoe so what did you think of oh wait first? can we before we go there can okay. we start at the thrift store okay because we need to talk about his vest oh <laughs> his vest. vest with like 50 christmas things attached to it i like I think that was the moment I knew the movie was going to be great. The minute I saw that vest, I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. Seeing Stephen Hussar wearing this vest. And this Christmas vest. And and Harper's character was like, oh, does your boss make you wear that? And he's like, yeah, I am the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yes. So she's going to be like the non-Christmas, like kind of scroogey. And he's going to be like the Mr. Christmas. And I was just so happy about Yes, and he knows who, and we had to say her, he knows who she is, but she does not remember him mm -hmm. at this point. Oh, yeah, so he knows her, and she does not remember him, and we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but all right, so the first place they look, they go to Aunt Kathy's house because she bought the box of ornaments that her friend Elle had donated that is has the magic mistletoe in it. Um, so what did you think of that first stop? Because Aunt Kathy is in love too now, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, we're already beginning to see the lore of the, the mistletoe mm -hmm. take place. And I didn't even realize that's what it was like, like, that's what they were setting up. I was like, oh, okay, okay, like, duh, like, it's magic mistletoe. So obviously, everywhere we go, there's going to be like, the romance is starting. Yeah. Um, so, so we got that. And I like how um, Luke... It, Luke didn't know anything, of course, about this new boyfriend. He kept trying to like, he's trying to get some information. He's like, and, but Harper just like keeps interrupting him. Like, no, we're here on the, you know, the mission of the mistletoe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which oh. was so funny. And then, you know, how the, how Robert was like, oh, you have a celebrity in the house because she's the weather girl. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome. It was so fun. Okay. Meteorologist, you know. <laughs> yeah. Famous meteorologist. Yes. I mean, there's one in California named Dallas Rains, and I feel like everyone knows who Dallas Rains is, um, at least in California, because he's, I think he is like KTLA or something like that. But, um, you know, meteorologists, they can be really famous. You never know, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so after that, they find out that grandma, or not grandma, <laughs> find out that Aunt Kathy donated the box decoration or some of the decorations to Santa Claus and so I really enjoyed that because we don't normally get magic that much in these movies and he really was like a real Santa type of thing mm -hmm. so what he did was you Santa yeah uh, but to be honest Santa creeped me out a little bit <laughs> really it's, it started with a little weird like voiceover in the beginning mm -hmm. and I don't know. Santa creeped me out a little bit. Really? <laughs> I Maybe I'm the Christmas Grinch here. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's 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 pretty funny. Um, yeah. So Santa was like, "Well, we I don't never, have any." Like you said, we never get it. So I mean, you guys like was not expecting like the magic Santa because it was like you said, it was like it wasn't just someone playing Santa. At least yeah. that's not what we were led to believe. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. So Santa didn't have any use for mistletoe, so then he donated it to this his buddy named Buddy, the Christmas tree farmer. <laughs> so the next day they go to a Christmas tree farm. And this was a very interesting new concept, having a Christmas tree farm of fake Christmas trees. So what did you think of Buddy and his Christmas trees and his teenage 
romance that he employs. <laughs> yeah, they they were pretty cozy. Um, those two employees, they definitely were not working. Um, they were they were not doing what they should have been doing on the clock. But anyway, um, yeah. But it was like the new concept of like the artificial tree lot because were were all the trees artificial? I can't remember. Yeah. I was like, oh, because then you get that experience, but you still get your artificial tree. I'm like, I don't know if there's things that are actually like that. At least I don't know if there are. So that was definitely interesting. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely like a, a cool idea because like they said about the Christmas trees being more like eco-friendly because they last longer and things like yeah. that. Yeah. That but was also, interesting information. Yeah. That whole thing. That's something I didn't know. I mean, also, I there are actually a lot of people who are like allergic to different types of Christmas trees. Mm. So they have to have fake trees and also if you have pets like a lot like cats mm -hmm. if they eat evergreen like they're gonna get super sick so yeah. like if you have certain pets and things like that like you can't really have a real tree but having that experience of still going to buy your fake fake tree at this Christmas tree lot um and he had like different options he was talking about like you know ones that were biodegradable and things I was like I didn't even yeah. do that with a tree <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then these are pre-lighted and these aren't, and like he said, a bunch of different ones. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, he's got options. Um, but yeah, that was fun. So then he's like, oh, well, the mistletoe was the only thing I sold, the only decoration I sold. And he sold it to this guy who works at a bar <laughs> <laughs> or owns a bar. So then they have to go to the bar and they, for some reason, trick the bouncer <laughs> instead of just telling them what they were yeah that that was one thing i had with this movie like i really didn't get it like they didn't even try to explain their first instinct is we need to steal the mistletoe <laughs> what <laughs> and like i just kind of took it as like they've reached the point in this search where they've just like you know they just they're just like whatever this is what we have to do we have to get it back type of thing it's not like they weren't thinking clearly i don't know <laughs> um but that was pretty funny with the the bouncer and the bouncer was like all mad like I want to spend time with family or whatever and then he's like oh yeah you can go to the bathroom I'll make you hot cocoa and I was like, I was like all right bouncers okay the bouncer um, <laughs> so then the owner comes back and he's apparently a huge meteorology fan um mm -hmm. what did you think of the bouncer the bar Ten, the not bartender the bounce yeah the bouncer the bar owner what did you think of all that it was a very interesting dynamic because we were kind of presented a, as them both being kind of like stern and then they just like kind of quickly very softened up and like okay yeah we're gonna we're gonna help you and mm -hmm. and uh and all that so mm -hmm. yeah that was very interesting yeah and then I thought that maybe because they're like oh there was no like love with the mistletoe like what happened type of thing and so I thought it might be like oh they were going to be like oh well you can love like love is different like oh he loves meteorology and he loves his friends that love meteorology or something like that but we end up finding out that the mist that wasn't the real mistletoe the mistletoe the kissing teenagers had kept at the lot which was mm -hmm. pretty funny um but hey that guy's Christmas was still made he got a picture with the meteorologist so there you go perfect um so then they have this conflict what did you think of the argument they had outside of the bar and all that i thought that one could 
have been executed a little better. That that was one little like negative I had. Um, because it was like, well, a bride makes breaks up with her via text. So that was a little weird. <laughs> um, and so they really saw the wrong mistletoe. And I kind of understand like Harper like is self-destructing at this point, but she so very quickly dismisses Luke and it's something, it just felt a little inconsistent to me, like the way the, the scene played out. Because then she like very quickly realizes like, oh, that was dumb. And you know, yeah. comes back, but yeah. So I felt like the conflict could have been done a little better. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So then she meets Santa again and Santa is real Santa apparently because he just calls her a cab and then disappears. Um, <laughs> and guess who the cab driver is? Dun, dun, dun. Robert. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then she goes back to her family's Christmas party, calls Luke and just tells Luke that she's in love with him and it was so cute. He shows up with the right mistletoe and they, and they kiss under it, you know. They kiss under it. Live happily ever after. It was so sweet. Um, but going back to a different part in the movie was that Luke knew her and she didn't know him. So I mean, I've only been out of high school for about five years. So normally when I run into someone that I went to school with, I still recognize them. <laughs> but I don't know, Jess, have you had experiences where you've like seen someone and not known who they were at all that you went to school with I guess no and that's one thing I was like kind of like is this realistic but I also went to a school of only 200 people so I knew everybody but I'm like well maybe they went to like a really big school and it's possible that you know they weren't well acquainted or after all this time they've changed some you know what I mean a bigger school you have a lot more people to remember so yeah it's possible I guess I I but yeah, I did kind of like hesitate over that I was like Especially if they went to school together from kindergarten to 12th grade. Yeah, that's true. It was great and high school. So yeah, so they went, they, they went to school together for a very, very long time. Um, but I just thought it was funny when he's like, oh, I need to take a selfie to show all my high school friends because they won't believe me. I'm hanging out with the prettiest girl in school or something. Did he say the prettiest girl in school? I think so. Yeah, I which so. I thought was really cute. Speaking and then he of cute. When she lets it slip that he's cute. I know. I was like, oh, that's adorable. And, and you she can like, just, like, see it on his face, like, his smile. And he's like, oh, so you think I'm cute? And I was like, oh, I love this. This uh, is so she's great. Like, well, she's like, well, you are, you know, like, kind of saving the world. So <laughs> I was like, oh. I know. That was so was cute. Just, oh, it was goodness. just so adorable. Uh, I love it. And- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, keep going. I was to say, at the fashion show, we have to talk about the little, the mini fashion show. Yes. And then, okay, but she picked like the most boring thing and least Christmassy dress to wear at the end. I would have kept the Christmas leggings and the I Heart Santa shirt. Like <laughs> she just but. wanted to be like you know I don't know. It's more of her style. She's kind of a yeah. grinch, you know. That fit with her character. She didn't want to be too sparkly. Yeah, exactly. not, she's not that changed yet. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I thought that the whole thing was adorable. And then she was all like, oh, I can get Elle a hat. <laughs> just her like realization. It was so cute. Um, I, I just, I really, really enjoyed this movie just so much. Um, yeah. And we learned too that he, he used to practice law and he gave it up to run this thrift store. So people yeah. could like be able to afford things. And it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that How was- were you not taken? so sweet my goodness this character telling you i fell in love with him an hour and a half 
Yeah, I know. It's real, guys. It's real. And then the 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 part when she does figure out like it's Lucas from high school and like you know he was always in comic books and everything and that look on her face when he walks away and she goes like that's Lucas like this realization like OMG (laughs) her face was perfect it was great it was just so awesome um yeah so do you have anything else to talk about from this movie I mean I could gush about it longer if you prefer um goodness I think I think we covered most of of the highlights at least Mm -hmm. it was cute I loved when she said too you know what irks me every time you say magic (laughs) and then she was saying it at the end and I was like yes we Christmas won (laughs) converted into a Christmas lover I know it's so great it's possible yeah it was so great um all right so what would you rate this balloon Uh, well, as you know, I really like this movie. Fantastic chemistry, and I love the lighthearted comedic tone. I gave it nine out of ten. Just a little bit of docking, just because, just a few, th- just a few little areas that were like maybe a little clunky, um, storyline wise. But that's more really high, the highest rating I've ever given to date. You really gotta, you really gotta. Like I said, I'm a little stingy, so you really gotta sell me for that ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. So I gave it nine out of ten too. Like this is, I think this is the one I've rated the highest this year. Um, from up and everything I really enjoyed this movie and it you know it gave me Christmas movie Christmas vibes it didn't get all the way there but it gave me Christmas movie Christmas vibes from last yeah. year it made me so happy <laughs> I know it was adorable oh my gosh and especially for a Hallmark fan you already know Stephen like you're gonna love it you're gonna love seeing him in this mm-hmm. definitely if you like Stephen Huzar you're gonna love this movie Oh, and if you're part of the postables, uh, Jessica Sippos plays Jessica into the altar. So, oh, okay then. Might, oh, and she's in Chesapeake Shores, which I've never seen, but I did look it up, and she's in Chesapeake Shores. Yeah, I've never watched Chesapeake Shores either. I didn't realize she was in Science of Delivered because I think To the Altar is the only Science of Delivered one I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> um, the only other Science of Delivered information I have is those first eleven episodes I edited of Deliver Me a Podcast. Well, here's another good fact. Grayson Hull is who played Zane is also in Science Cell Delivered. So apparently it's just a little reunion party going on. He played Sam Insolence. Yeah. So we so do we do have on the podcast. So later this month, we're gonna have an interview with Steven Hazar that's available, which I'm editing currently. Um, a Grayson Holt interview will be coming out later this month. And then we do have that interview came out a few weeks ago, wrote and starred in A Ring for Christmas. So interviews from all these people from up there's also an interview from um one of the up tv representatives that we had out a couple weeks ago that rachel did so if you want to go learn more about these movies or from these people you there's all these different interviews um that you can go check out and i'll put links in the description um so jess so far how do you feel about ups lineup and what would how would you compare it to other channels you've watched so far? I don't know which channels you are partaking partaking in this Christmas season. So far, only the Hallmark channels. I, I haven't watched any Lifetime, but I plan to, to watch some of the Lifetimes. Hopefully, if I get time. Um, I think Hallmark Hallmark's had a really really strong start. So I don't think it's quite up to Hallmark level. Um, but Mistletoe Magic got pretty close. I mm-hmm. mean, that was that one's the one to. That was a close one. So we still got a couple more. 
And I think, I think for up, you know, like this isn't a bad start. I mean, I didn't hate any of them. You know, like I said, my ratings can be kind of stingy sometimes, but I didn't hate them. None of them were like, I just like want to die. None of them took me to a dark place. So, um, and some movies, some movies have some of the hallmarks last year took me to a dark place. I just didn't (laughs) say it that way, but (laughs) yeah, definitely. And I just want to say if anyone from Lifetime or Hallmark or anything, anyone is listening you know the ones on up that have like actual christmas magic like we had an actual santa we had mistletoe magic last year we had you know the whole magic christmas movie land and everything people like the real magic and i don't Mm -hmm. know why the other channels don't use it yeah like that's one thing i'll say about up they take more risks i think in their movies now they always pay off not always but sometimes they really do like in this movie so you know yeah take those risks see what happens yeah, from time to time, Hallmark, like a real Santa, okay. a real, you know, like, come on, it's it's good. Use the magic. People like the magic of Christmas. Use it. <laughs> um, so that is my, I will get off of my soapbox about <laughs> Christmas magic now. Um, but, but thank yeah, you for I, giving us Christmas magic and yes. magic mistletoe. We, we like the magic. So right now when we're recording this, all I've watched so far is two Hallmark movies, three Lifetime, three Up and one Netflix. So right now, Up is leading. So <laughs> um, I'm sure that will change later on, but so far I think Up had a really, really great start this year. Wait, wait which one Hallmark have you watched? Um, so I watched Jingle Bell Bride and Can- Cranberry Christmas. I wasn't really a huge fan of Cranberry Christmas. And then Jingle, mm-hmm. Bell, Jingle Bell Bride is my number one so far on my whole list is my number one. Um, but yeah, I need to, I, this is Catch what up, Amy. <laughs> I know. I'm going to talk. I'm still too behind, I think. (laughs) This is normally what ends up happening, is I watch all the Lifetime, the Netflix, all the off-network ones to cover, and then I watch all the Hallmark ones in January. (laughs) After you've already heard everything about them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what normally happens. Um, Because it's just like, I don't cover Hallmark on the podcast, so like, I just don't watch those until they end. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is our recap for our first three up movies we're going to do three more in December um let us know what you thought of these movies do you agree with our rankings I mean Jess and I gave the same ranking for two of these movies yeah two out of three I mean that's a lot better than the previous show (laughs) definitely so leave comments down below what did you think of these movies do you agree with us do you not agree with us um and what are you looking forward to on up in the future um but before we go Jess where can people find you on the internet you can find me at just BSW blog on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and you can find me at it's Amy Craig on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, anywhere else. Um, <laughs> and then you can find Upside. And we are at OUA Upside across social media. And then you can find the Hallmarkies podcast anywhere you can search Hallmarkies pod or Hallmarkies podcast. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, we are on YouTube, um, iTunes, etc. We have merch, um, various Christmas inspired merch available right now. Link will be in the description for that. If you want to go ahead and support us on Patreon, um, we would really appreciate it. We love it, especially during the Christmas season. Uh, You get special opportunities like we have movie watch alongs every month. We have a special Facebook group, other fun things that you can do if you can become a patron and support us. Um, And we just hope you are all having a Merry Christmas. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you all very soon. Bye. Bye, guys.